Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Another rainy, gross day in the city of Chicago. It's slippery again. This morning, I hope you're uh, driving okay and your commute home is going well. If you want to talk to us, 312-332-3776. So uh, there is lots of talk that it's a matter of time before Jim Harbaugh agrees to a deal with the Chargers. Uh, Lots of word that he's not going to leave L.A. or not going to go to Atlanta for a second interview. Which is scheduled, right? He's scheduled to meet with Atlanta later this week. Yes. Vrabel met with Atlanta. Vrabel also is moving on to talk to Carolina, I believe. But I don't believe there's uh, now thought that uh, Harbaugh will go to Atlanta for that second meeting. This is sort of where we all thought Harbaugh would go. Um, Also today, the interesting parting of the ways... Mutually with Vic Fangio in Miami. Uh, if you were following this story last year, Vic Fangio, of course, was the D.C. here in the lone pop-up successful year the Bears had in 2018 uh, under Matt Nagy. He was their defensive coordinator, and um, then he became the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Last offseason, a lot of people thought he'd become the D.C. of the Eagles. And then the last minute, he went with Mike McDaniel and the Miami Dolphins. Um, So they have parted ways mutually, and a lot of people believe he's going to end up with the Philadelphia Eagles after all. So one year late. I think it would be cool if he reunited with Jim Harbaugh in Los Angeles. But it seems like that that ship has sailed or that he is sailing towards Philly. So that was they made beautiful music. They did. They did. That was a great example of allowing a guy who's an offensive-minded head coach, a guy allowing somebody to basically be the head coach of that side of the football in the defense. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Jim had thoughts. Jim has thoughts on everything. But I think that defense was run by Vic Fangio and run perfectly well. Yep. Uh, uh, the phone number that uh, if you want to talk anything with us, 312-332-3776. Uh, we had uh, Barstool Big Cat on today. If you missed that, you can get grab that on the ESPN a Chicago app, and uh, also earlier, Daniel Jeremiah, who, of course, does a mock draft for the NFL Network. He's a former scout. He's also an analyst for the L.A. Chargers and does his own podcast called Move the Sticks. He has Caleb Williams going to the Bears, and uh, who did he have? Jared, Jared Verse. Verse, pass rusher from Florida State, going to the Bears at number nine. Uh, and this was the one that uh, you referred to earlier that I promised that we would replay uh, regarding, hey, a lot of people say, what about sticking with fields? What about cashing in with a boatload of picks that you could get if you would trade down away from Caleb Williams and just continuing to build the team that way? This is how Daniel Jeremiah responded to that. I wouldn't go in that direction. I can't imagine what the offer would be. I would just say, I would turn around and ask people this. Um, do you think that you have the fourth best quarterback in your division? And do you want to go into next year potentially still having the fourth best quarterback in your division? Or do you want to take, and, and there is a chance, there's obviously a risk involved in anybody you take, but do you want to take somebody who, I don't know if he'll be the best quarterback in the division, but 
if they drafted Caleb Williams, they would have the most talented quarterback in that division. So again, it's an interesting take. I've heard I heard Cap talking about this several days ago about ranking whether it was your coach or your quarterback sitting in the cellar of the NFC North. Yeah, like I mean, if you went through, I'm not the world's biggest Kevin O'Connell fan. I, I don't have anything really against him, but I've seen him do some stuff that. As an offensive-minded guy that, that left me scratching my head a little bit, obviously he lost his quarterback in, in, in Kirk Cousins earlier in the season. And they but had to Dan, use like four quarterbacks this year. Yeah, and so, but you've, you've obviously got Dan Campbell and you've got Matt LaFleur. I mean, I would say now, yes. I mean, didn't the Vikings, did the Vikings go to the playoffs last year? A year ago, yes. Year, yes, so I, I would say, you know, Yes, we have the fourth best at this time. We have the fourth best head coach. Yeah, and I would say also it is a fair statement by Daniel Jeremiah and others to say the same about our quarterback situation. I think it's fair. I think you can make a very fair case that Jordan Love had a better year. That obviously Jared Goff has had a better year, and that Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins threw for eighteen touchdown passes in eight games this year. Now I know he's not the flavor everybody's favorite flavor, but. I don't think that based on a body of work over the last three years, you could put Justin ahead of any of those guys at the moment. What that's worth, you can decide on. But currently, I think it's an accurate statement that, that we are at the at currently we we have the the fourth best coach and the fourth best quarterback in our own division. Would yeah. you say that that's fair? Oh yeah, that's very fair. Like and and they could prove us all wrong next Absolutely. year, and it's fine. Like, go out and make beautiful music with your new offensive coordinator, and I like him. Um, I like the hire, and they could if they continue to trend in the right direction and win 10 or 11 games next year, we'll be singing a different tune. Absolutely. Go out and prove it, though. Change the narrative. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we asked the question earlier today. You could vote on our Twitter, uh, on, on my Twitter handle, uh, at Waddle and Sylvie. It's brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. A Toyota Let's Go Places. Are you upset the Bears never pursued Jim Harbaugh? As it looks like it's getting closer in Los Angeles. 68.5% of you say yes. You're still upset over it. I'm surprised. I thought time would have brought that number down. We got a lot of let it go, you know, responses from people in the let past. Let it go. Let now, it I, go. I voted, I voted yes. I, I'm disappointed. I think if you're looking to improve your franchise, I, I think you do it in every aspect. Here, you want some of the responses? Floose Waldron is the best scenario under the circumstances, but it's less than an ideal situation. That's from Lucas. Rod says, next question. Are you surprised? No, not at all. Wish they did, but not upset, says another Twitter uh, response. Uh, another uh, Twitter responder says, upset? Absolutely. Surprised? Absolutely not. Bears will bear everything they do. To not upgrade your head coach position is a damn shame. And like what we what I brought up earlier is Poles has been bold in, in a lot of the moves that he made. He was bold with the Carolina move last year. He wanted DJ Moore. Bold. The Chase Claypool move. Bold. Did it work? No, but it was a bold move. A year later to double down trading another second round pick and to go after Montez Sweat and to hand him a $100 million paycheck. Bold. That's bold. That's belief in yourself. That's bold. We need to upgrade. And it worked. And it worked. But to then to sit there and to say, okay, he doesn't have his DC, he doesn't have his OC, we're blowing up the entire coaching staff. We're going to stick with him. That's that's not the same 
as what you did with the roster. That's diff- like it's it, it's just different. And again, I understand a roster is different than a coaching staff, but it felt a little inconsistent to me. Yeah, and then Mellor, you you brought up the point that like they have just put you in a position. Where you're just like, you just shrug and you're, yeah. you're not even upset. So the Bears in their history have hired one head coach who had previous NFL head coaching experience in John Fox. Well, um, well wait a second. That, I, I, I'm, I should have known that, but that still strikes me as weird. They've, this is, that's yes, that's other, the only time. Other than John Fox, the history of the Chicago Bears has been they hire a coordinator. Now, in their history, they have gotten... Hot coordinators, guys like Dave Wanstead. Bonnie was, was the number one guy out there for yeah. sure. And Matt Nagy, to like whether it worked out, it certainly did not really Hot work out. Well. But he was one of the more sought after offensive coordinators when they did hire him. However, they just don't hire guys who have NFL head coaching experience. That is, if you want to, we sometimes laugh at the the caller or fan who will come in and say. The Bears are frugal. They don't want to spend money. And we always say, listen, they have to spend money because of the salary cap. But if you want to give that guy a feather in his cap, it is the Bears are, it seems like, unwilling to break the bank on something that they don't have to spend money on, and that is the head coach. That would be Jim Harbaugh in this scenario. And that financial approach is what we call penny wise and pound foolish. Agreed. But that is the one reason I, you know, because they've never done it in their history. I went into this entire coaching cycle thinking even before they had determined whether or not they were going to bring Matt Eberflus back. It is that history that led me to believe that Jim Harbaugh was never in the cards. And then when you factor in the, the rumors about Jim, you know, Kevin Warren and Jim Harbaugh not necessarily being on the same page back in, when they were both working in the Big Ten, and Ryan Poles being a young GM who if he wanted to go down the Jim Harbaugh route, he would have to, in all likelihood, cede some of his power as a young GM to Jim Harbaugh, who has the credentials and you know the skins on the wall to say. So, uh, listen, if you're connecting dots, Meller, like you're you are all those Dick things, Tracy. Yeah. all those things were like why I never thought it was even close to being something yeah. that this regime would want to pursue. I yeah. think that you used logic, and and many of us used emotion. Some logic, but some emotion as well, hoping that this was a new era and there was a new page being turned. Well, we're right. Like, but there, you can also be emotional about it, but you can also be right about yeah, it no, emotionally. Absolutely. You can be emotionally correct. <laughs> sure. I'm not saying that Jim Harbaugh would not be the best pursuit for this organization, yes, but it would have been a it would have been a veer in a different direction. They would have that would have been something that that would they haven't done in in previous. And if you're Ryan Poles, the way this has unfolded, I think you can tell yourself the story that you're on the right path. And that's why they brought Matt Eberflus back. Well, not just uh, Ryan Poles, who would be ceding some of his power. But remember, there's the story that Kevin Warren wants to be more involved in football. And if you bring in Jim Harbaugh, I feel like that is someone who's stepping on the football toes of... Am I the only one that doesn't truly feel like that's the case? Like I, And I don't know anything. I just feel like... Based on his press conference that he gave at the end of the season, it felt like to me that he wanted he wasn't going to be a real hands-on president, that he was going to allow Ryan Poles to do his job. Yeah, I, 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 I found out very little from the press conference. Yes. I didn't find out more. I found out less. 
And but that's why I'd love to talk to him. But like, it doesn't. It I didn't look forward you, to a day to talk to him. Didn't give you the feel though that he was mm. a you know wanted to have a louder voice in the football decision making right. process. That's obviously all speculation. Sure, sure. But. Ron says like, and Ron's a big listener of the show. He goes, he's not upset because honestly, we don't know if they did or they didn't. You really think Poles was going to answer the question? When Flus was sitting right next to him, we had Philly Sid call in a lot about my buddy Perry said the same thing, texted me. How do we know that like polls would never say that with Flu sitting next to him? Look, in 2024 with Schefter, with with rap, with with all these guys who have such their finger on the pulse of everything that they do in the NFL breaking stories, it would have come out. Hey, the Bears have reached out to Jim Harbaugh. He was not interested. Right. Someone would have known and gotten that story. It I would, would think, too, if you're Don Yee and you're representing Harbaugh, it gives you leverage. Yes. So you would, you the know. The more the merrier. Right. So or yeah, if you I, truly I were interested, you would have been patient. You would have slow played it, right? Right. And, and look, I agree with what everyone is saying. Out of professional courtesy, Ryan Poles is never going to sit there. And and say to you, of yes, course. I was looking to replace the guy to my left. I mean, I just don't think I'm not saying to you that he would, you know, look at you in the eye and lie to you. He would divert the conversation in the, you know, a, a, a right. separate direction. So, yeah, I'm, I wasn't saying that he was going to say right. yes. I was just saying it would have come out. Someone would have broke the news. The Bears were very interested in Harbaugh, but he already had his target in L.A. Or someone would have broken that story. There are too many people who know too much about what goes on in the NFL. Too many people like to talk. Yes. Again. It would have been unconventional based on Bears standards. Because as Meller said, Jim Harbaugh comes in. Uh, he is somebody who's had previous head coaching experience. He probably has, you know, he has the, 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 you know, the sway to have influence on personnel decisions which would then you know he and ryan poles would have to get on the same page look it was something that didn't really fit what they have done it doesn't fit the pattern that the bears have been that have thrown out there for for years and years and years but it would have been a bold move right that would have been welcomed i believe by a fan base that said hey things are going to be done differently now yeah like for example like the the whole uh, chase claypool story that i brought up before Everybody at the podium was saying Chase Claypool has been fabulous in minicamp, in training camp. I told you, and I took a lot of flack for it, Chase Claypool was not beloved in that building. Chase Claypool wasn't doing his work. They didn't love what Chase Claypool's work ethic was behind closed doors. Everyone's like, oh, Sylvie, they're all saying on the podium and to that energy of what you're telling me about sitting next to Flutes. Well, what are they going to say at the podium? Of right. course they're going to say that. You found out by their actions, and I even found out behind closed doors what they really knew about and what they really thought about Chase Claypool. Someone would have known if they were interested in Jim Harbaugh and would have gotten the scoop. Yeah. Sean and Mokina, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Sean? Hi, guys. A quick meatball question for you. Um, how big a consideration is the time factor that organizations like the Bears put into a player? Fields has had three years now. Regardless of how you feel of his status, he has NFL experience. If you bring in Caleb Williams, Aren't you going backwards? Aren't you pushing things back another two, three years well, I would before ask, you see any results? I would ask, answer your question by asking you a question. Do you believe the Houston Texans took a step back or a step forward this year? Uh, they definitely went forward. 
So, I mean, again, is it an anomaly? Is it the exception to the rules? Some may argue that. But that was a worse team, but too, that the was, Texans. Absolutely. So it it's can, a better team. It can be done. Like, again, I keep hearing people suggest, well, look what happened with Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. And my response is always, don't be the Panthers. Be the Texans. Like, don't tell me why it's going to go wrong. Provide solutions and convince me why it's going to go well. Right, right. And again, they took away his number one target, too. Like, right. They did not do it. They did it very Bears-like from three years ago. The Bears are ready to go forward now. They've yes. got weapons. They can still build the line. They've got a team that won seven and should have won more last year. They're a better team now than the Houston Texans were last Much year. Much better. Uh, Bob, you're on ESPN 1000. Bob in Hanover, you're on ESPN 1000. What's on your mind? Hey, guys, I was just about to hang up. Thanks for talking me on. Yeah, I read your uh, mind. Fast. I'm like, we can't lose Bob. We got to get to him. Thank you very much. Uh, real fast, a couple different topics. Uh, you guys talk about Hilgenberg. What do you think about Hilgenberg? And uh, what's his name from the uh, 2000s, the center? Versus Krutz. Jason Chelsea. Yeah, Krutz versus Jason Kelsey. I see Krutz is just as good as him. I, and listen, I, yeah, I I'm think, wondering I, about I, uh, Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. I'll let you go. i got to bring my daughter to church. Right. Thank you. Uh, but my main thing is going back in the draft to three, getting Harrison Jr., I think everyone's underestimating next year you get their number one pick, whoever you go to th- if you go to two or three. What are the commanders going to be and what's New England going to be? So you can get a quarterback next year in the top five still. Right. It depends. I, but it de- I, just, I don't like Caleb Williams, so okay. I want to go the safe route. But you're getting a whole bundle for that safe route. I just don't think the gap is that big of that choice. That's all I got. Gotcha. That's a lot. Which is fair. Olin, Kru- I, I, Olin Krutz and Hilgi versus uh, Jason Kelsey. Uh, I, I think I think Jay should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. I, if I had a vote, I'd put Olin in as well. Yeah. So I would think they would all three of them would go. There's enough space in Canton for the three of them to be there. The one thing I'll say is Kelsey's got he's a six time All Pro, yeah. and he's also won a Super Bowl. Whereas you know I think that's one of the things I'm that we're not, not talking down Olin. I'm, I'm not, not either. I'm talking and, and about the accomplishments. Hilgis, that was Naller. Hilgie's is definitely had to have been. Five or six all pros. Right hand has a Super Bowl as well. Lamar versus Allen. Quarterback. Oh, Lamar has, has a more accomplished career. Lamar's Two about to, to win his second MVP. So, I mean, at this point, it's Lamar. And then, and then it's third. Like, again, it depends. Like, I don't know if you're ever going to get as lucky as you were this year with Carolina. With what Carolina oh, I don't did. think you are. Like, if, you, if the Commanders get Caleb Williams, they could do what Houston did. Maybe they won't right. do two Houston, but they could win six or seven games. Think about the good fortune, and we talked about this, that happened. First of all, to get the first pick two years ago. Not this year, last year. You had to have something that none of us saw happening on that final game of the season happen. And then, as you said, what you had to have is you had to have a, a disgruntled group of Panthers disagree on who they wanted to select at the quarterback position yeah. after decimating their roster. Your in a lot of ways. agree with you, though. Well, that's fine, but I, I, from what I understand, and I had, I don't, 
I haven't talked directly with Frank Wright, but you listen to a lot of what people have said. They were more fans of C.J. Stroud than they were Bryce Harper. Or Bryce Harper. And him, too. Bryce Young. They don't think he could play quarterback. Could play, yeah, probably. <laughs> with um, so, like, and then for the, 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 the Carolina Panthers to end up with the first overall selection, the, look, we always say it, you can be good. You have to be good to win a title, but you also have to have good fortune. Good teams, good franchises are built on good decisions, but also a good bit of good fortune. And they have found themselves very fortunate the last two off-seasons. Is Dave really calling us from India? Dave in India. What, what, what time is it in India right now? What day is it in India? <laughs> what day is it? It is Thursday it's, morning. It's, it's a, Sunday. 12 hours ahead. It is and, Thursday um, so morning. I'm, I'm starting my... Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You know, you don't, I almost have to use up all my international minutes on hold here. <laughs> but I wanted to say I appreciate your guys' show. Um, where my anxiety lies with this decision, I'm, I'm totally fine with uh, quarterback. And, uh, do, do, and I trust the polls and more. I want to trust them. But my anxiety lies is what if we fall into another situation where we, we draft Caleb, Fields is gone. We don't know who the backup is. It's a Fields Dalton situation, and all of the pressure that's going to arise on this guy. I mean, Sylvia, I know you 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 pretty you beat the drum pretty well in terms of making Fields start over Dalton, and I think a lot of the fanboys these found Fields is that they look at how much struggle he went through and, and pressure, and how many people were pushing for him to start, and if the same thing kind of perpetuates and exists over and over again, it's going to be the same exact situation, and we're, we're, we're falling back potentially into this circle, and a little bit like, Sylvia, like the way you beat down uh, Coach Eber, it baffles me, but if that continues to happen, nobody's going to be successful you know, away. In, in this situation. First of all, um, I want to know more. Why are you, are you do you work in India? Why are no. You, so you live there? I'm, no, no, no. I'm here for a wedding. I'm okay. from uh, Chicago. I'm from, I'm, we're from, I'm from the same hometown as you, Sylvia. Okay. Um, You're from so Skokie? I'm here for a wedding. Yes, I am. You took a, yeah, you, what'd you do? You just stepped away from the wedding party or the activities to give us a holler? No, 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 no. It's the morning here. It's Thursday okay. morning. The, right. the events are later. It's actually tomorrow. So um, I talked to my cousins. They listened to you guys a little bit. All I was right. going to replay, hopefully, if I got on the air here, to on Spotify uh, later in the day today. Um, they find we're it in fascinating. The future. At, we are. What's that? We're, 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 we're talking to the future. <laughs> potentially. Potentially. But I think if we come at this as a collective manner, we stop beating down the entire organization. They make bad decisions, obviously, but we got to give these guys a, a chance. But I'm thinking a lot of the folks that are standing behind Fields, and understandably so, is because they've seen how much he's been beat down and he hasn't really been given the right opportunity. And it started with this whole Dalton thing. Yeah. You know, and I want, and I, and, and Sylvie, give Eberflus a chance, man. I, I agree with what Yurko was saying before. You know, he said he was happy. That, that 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 they be signed him, but if we keep beating him down and treating him like how you guys used to treat Dan Campbell, we're not going to get anywhere. Hey, you know, look, I'm, I'm asking him. Qu- I, I think I'm I'm asking him questions that people want answers to. I don't think I'm I'm treating him disrespectfully. And thanks for calling, Dave. Uh, and safe travels Dave from back. the future. Yeah, in India. I don't think we've ever gotten a call from India. I don't think so. We? I think Australia. Haven't we been? We've yes, been called from Australia many times. Um. 
the, I want to go back to what he said about Justin. The reason why I wanted the Justin Justin playing early was I didn't like that they were they had a different offense for Dalton, and I didn't believe that they were developing him because he was not getting any reps in an offense that he was going to play in. So in during training camp, he wasn't getting any practice reps because they were trying to cover their ass. And they were trying to win with Dalton, which in my opinion was a fruitless effort. And they, they devised this offense for Andy Dalton at $10 million to save their ass. And they weren't developing Justin and they were just having him sit there. Sure enough, Dalton goes down a game and a half in or whatever it was. And now they've got Justin in this Cleveland game and no offense for him to play in because they didn't put any time or energy into giving him any reps or building an offense around his skill set. That's what made me angry about what happened with Justin. There was a method to the madness. Yeah, I mean, look, if in fact they pivot and they draft Caleb Williams, he's going to start. He's going to start. I mean, I, I don't think that there is any. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I'd be shocked if you would draft Caleb Williams and start a, a veteran quarterback, or you would start Tyson Bajent if he's still on your roster, waiting for Caleb Williams to get up to speed. And I would also say the following: Look, you you may disagree with the assessment that we or Sylvia or I have made about the head coach, and think that he needs. None of what happens up at Hallis Hall is going to be affected by any of our opinions. Just so when people say you've got to give him a chance, none of what we say, good, bad, or different, will have any impact on his performance. Or else Jim Harbaugh would be the coach now. Exactly. Ellie, we're going from India to Israel. Damping our passports today. Ellie, in Uh, Israel, what's up? What's good? Um. I wanted to say that I'm a big fan of you guys. Thank you, Ellie. Um, so I think, well, I just figure that we should have one quarterback. And whatever the quarterback is, should be one for 15 years. I agree. Well, that's the goal, hopefully. Yeah, and um, I, I, I always watch you guys on YouTube. And I watch all the games um, from in three in the morning. I watch the Bulls. I watch the White Sox every game. Oh, yeah. I watch the Bears. That's dedication. Every time. That's dedication. Yeah. Uh, I also. What? I said that's dedication to be able to watch all of those different teams. Yeah, um, I, I'm a big fan. I always love talking sports and stuff like that. My, uh, I try to. Watch. I wake. I go to. I usually go to bed earlier, and then I listen to you guys usually on either on Spotify or on YouTube. We watch because I watch you guys for a second, and then I save the YouTube channel, nice. um, so I can watch. That's it. pretty cool. That is, Allie. We really appreciate and, it. Okay. Yeah. Stay oh, safe. Also, also, um, are go you guys ahead. here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, I wanted to say. That my brothers are Packers fans, and I, they always torment me with the Packers. Yeah, and I just want to be on the other side of it. <laughs> right, we all do. We all want to be on the winning side of that r- rivalry. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Um, and what, what and are their have, names? What, what, what are the Pack? Do they live here in the United States? 
Yeah, they live in the United States. I live in Israel. Right. What, um, what are their names? Uh, their name is Yitzi and Arnezra. My, right. uh, they're the only ones that listen. To, like they're only the ones that wa- really watch. My brother Yitzi usually watches only uh, Packers, but uh, they're all White Sox fans, which is weird. Um, <laughs> I am a White Sox fan, so it's I'm all I love all sports, but um, um, but I love the Chicago sports. And I love the ESPN radio. It's pretty cool. I wish I worked for ESPN radio, but uh, one day, uh, one day. But uh, yeah, that's nice. Ellie, uh, we appreciate it. All the best to you. Okay? Thanks, Ellie. I listen to all the shows. Also, thank you. That's oh. awesome. We appreciate. It. There's Ellie in Israel. We went from India to Israel. Yeah, What's and, next? and screw his Packer fan brothers. Yeah, it's a shout out to them in, in so many words. Um, what, what, I, there was one more thing that I was going to say. Oh, that uh, the YouTube channel for those that he's referencing, you can watch whether you're uh, in a different country or whether you're here in Chicago, you can watch us on YouTube. It's YouTube Live ESPN Chicago is our channel. Make sure you subscribe. And, of course, you can watch us on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Let's get to uh, Aki's A-List. It's time for Aki's a-list from the mind of the man who understands the four P's of Waddle's world. Aki's A-list. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-list on ESPN Chicago. All right, uh, Tyler, what do you got? All right, so Albert Breer, who you can hear on this station on Tuesdays at 8.35 with Captain Jay Hood, he put out an article yesterday mostly talking about the Titans and Brian Callahan, but also had some bullet point notes through the rest of it, and he talked about the Bears, and he was complimentary of Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles for moving swiftly to fill their offensive coordinator void, void with Shane Waldron. Now, one little nugget that he did put in there was that while they were doing the offensive coordinator interviews, Eberflus did defend Justin Fields in the interviews as he understands it. And obviously, you'd imagine a lot of these coordinators, when they're interviewing, want to know who their quarterback is going to be or who their quarterbacks can be for the upcoming season. So I ask you guys, does hearing this, that Eberflus did defend Justin Fields in the interviews, change your percentage of likelihood that the Bears will draft a quarterback? It doesn't doesn't change my percentage because I think there's a good chance that they stay with Justin. I believe that they have listened to the locker room. I'm like, Dion's rationale yesterday when she was on with us is is what I think that they have listened a lot to. I believe Ryan Poles put that into his perspective on the coach. And I believe he's listening to the locker room when it comes to Justin. Unless he is wowed by Caleb Williams, like Waddle has said, and he, he just deems him too good to pass up. I, 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 do, I don't think that this is a, a done deal that they're drafting Caleb Williams. I don't. I think that like the prudent way to go about this process when you're interview, interviewing these potential offense coordinators is to say, okay, here's the deal. We saw progress with Justin this year, especially when he came back from the thumb injury. If you're our offensive coordinator... How will you take the progress that Justin has made and enhance it going forward in your offense? And then they would also ask you, if you're a potential coordinator, 
how would you how a how do you feel about Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever it is, and how would you build an offense that suits his traits? So I, I mean, listen, I, I want to hear them ask potential candidates for these important jobs questions about both guys. I just think that's them doing their job. So I wouldn't necessarily connect any dots. I also think it's important that in these publications, in these reports, that they they play this, they play their poker face well, where they they don't let it out publicly on what they want to do with Justin or the number one pick. And they did that a lot last year. Yeah, because that way, like, hey, there's a really good chance, guys, that we keep Justin. So if you want to come get him, we're not giving him away. Don't think you could come uh, come to us with a weak ass offer, because w- there's a good chance that we're keeping Justin Fields. So I think they want to play everything close to the vest. We we're not giving the number one pick away. We're not giving Justin away. If you want to come to us with any sort of offer. You have to wow us with whatever you want. I'm sure they ask Shane Waldron his opinion. There's no doubt. I would think Shane Waldron doesn't take that job unless his opinion is being heard. But I would want his perspective on both guys. I don't want anything that was going on in that interview being leaked either. Yeah. Who's leaking that stuff? Who's leaking You'd imagine that? it's a small circle. Right. Like if Waldron's in there, if Poles is in there, and Eberflus is in there, how the hell is Albert Breer finding this out? Hmm. Don't know. Unless they wanted to get out mm. that Justin Fields is right. being defended. Sure. Maybe that's good for business. Just like what I said about, hey, you, you want to come with an offer with Justin? He, we're not trading him. Hey, or we're making it think that we're not trading him. Eighth overall, Atlanta. Come on down. Easy, Mel. Yes, it's, it's the Mel Kuyper Easy trade. Mel. And Mel. we'll have Mel on tomorrow Yeah, as well. That's right. Mike Tirico, too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Jeremy Fowler conducted a... Execu- NFL executive. By the way, can I just add yeah. this? Was part of that story as well that uh, did I hear it right or did I hear it wrong that Waldron was or came away as a fan of Caleb Williams? I don't see anything in here. Somebody about was that. talking about that to us. I thought earlier. Okay, so never mind. Sorry to interrupt you. All good. Um, so Jeremy Fowler conducted a bit of a poll among NFL execs, kind of just getting some of their predictions for some things this offseason as well as next season, one of which is that the Packers will win the Super Bowl next year Who in said New this? Orleans. This is, a, this is a veteran AFC scout that has made that prediction for next year. Um, but one of the things that he gathered from this is that the exe- an executive is predicting that Chase Young will reunite with Montez Sweat in Chicago. Remember, Chase Young was another name that was a hot rumor around the Bears, around the trade deadline. It was not Chase Young. It was Montez Sweat instead. Do you guys have an appetite for Chase Young working uh, alongside Montez Sweat on the Bears' defensive line? I have a bigger appetite for Daniil Hunter, mm-hmm. who's Me older, too. but and doesn't have the injury the injury history of Chase Young, I maybe it's because you think you could probably get Chase Young at a at a you know at a much lower price. He's twenty four years of age. Wow, he's only twenty four. He had five sacks with Washington and two and a half. He had two and a half sacks in nine games with San Francisco. But he's only twenty four. It'd be twenty five. Look, next, I'm open this, to it. Like yeah, like I'm not breaking any sort of bank for Chase Young. Would you rather use a ninth overall pick on a edge rusher? I can mix and match. I mean, like, I don't, it, it, again, 
I, I, like Depends I think, on who it is. I think the, you have a luxury at nine to do a lot of different things. O-line, wide receiver, tight end, uh, edge rusher. I think what you're going to do is, if, let's say you go edge rusher with the ninth overall pick. You're going to spend money on the, D, uh, on the three technique or the offensive tackle. If you use that pick on one of the other positions then I think they maybe spend money on that position. So I, I think they've got the option to do both. Wherever they go with that pick, I think they're going to go with one of the other, address one of the other issues with money. Um, so you look at the imbalance of quarterbacks between the AFC and NFC. And I, by my count, I think there are six AFC quarterbacks who if they switched over to the NFC, would be the best quarterback in the conference. And I think by a significant margin as well. At some point, do you think that we are going to see an AFC quarterback force their way out just so they can go to an NFC team and move up the uh, – just have a clearer path to a Super Bowl? I think if there's a lot of money attached to it. Well, a lot of I these guys so. have already made a lot of money and are under contract. But we've seen that some quarterbacks are starting to force their way out of places like Deshaun Watson and like uh, right, but Russell Deshaun, Wilson. Deshaun Watson then got the, the largest contract in the history of the National Football League. I think Deshaun Watson would have gone to re- whoever was going to offer him the biggest amount of money. Like this, this isn't the NBA. I mean, how many guys are able to put, make that power play? Like, like, in who, again, like, Josh Allen's not going anywhere. But if Josh Lamar Allen Jackson's says, not going anywhere. If Josh Allen says, I want to play in the NFC, if you're the Bills, you have to look into that. Why? Because if he doesn't want to play for your team, then what good is it? Well... I mean, in theory, you're right. I mean, the I can't deny point, like, that. But I why is Josh Allen, Josh Allen going to say that? Josh Allen's a competitor. Is Josh Allen going to say, I can't win a title here in the AFC with Buffalo because, dang it, there's too many good quarterbacks. Too many good quarterbacks. Or is Josh Allen going to go upstairs to his general manager and say, hey, I'm going to do my which, part. Help which, me out. Which division is he going to? The South? I mean, you could go to any of them, and he's the like. If you drop Josh Allen on a lot of teams in the NFC, they're automatically the NFC. But favorites. do you ever see a player of his caliber saying, "I can't get it done here, so I need to go somewhere where it's easier"? What? Wh- I, I where can't. in sports have you remembered that? Listen, it's it, it's not the the NFL is not the NBA in terms of the player empowerment. But if there's one position in the NFL that could do it, it is quarterback. I would say this to you, Tyler. If in fact one of these guys was a true free agent, maybe that would play into the decision. But somebody that is currently under contract to decide that hey, I want to go to the NFC because it's easier to win there. Like if I'd be like, really. Like, you're looking for an easier path? And then you're going to a bad team, keep in mind, because you're going to a team without a quarterback. But, like, if you drop Josh Allen on the Bears, they're one of, what, the three favorites in the NFC for next year? Well, uh, they would be a good, yes, in the NFC, you'd you'd be a good option, for sure. You'd be a much better team. Probably be a top five to seven Super Bowl favorite as well. I just don't see a guy... Of Josh Allen's stature, saying Especially, I got to get out of Buffalo so I can go win somewhere else because I need it to be easier for me. Isn't Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson a good case study for not forcing your way out of places? What about Tom Brady? 
Well, no, but but Brady's the goat. But do you know what I'm saying? Like in, like four years ago, we were both we were all lusting over Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson and wanting to trade up multiple first round picks, and it went bad for both of them quickly. And Russell Wilson now is looking for another new team. And Deshaun Watson, I know he got the guaranteed deal, but he stinks in Cleveland. And I and, and like in Josh Allen, just because it's the the guy you brought up. I think Josh Allen really likes Buffalo. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, he's beloved there. Yeah. And- well, okay, I'm just bringing up any. Of the, well, okay, how about the- Justin Herbert? Or like, two. If, if, he's, if getting, he's got Harbaugh. He's getting Harbaugh but, now. But if, if for some reason that deal does not happen, like could, could Justin Herbert say, I want out of here? This reminds me of your Florida or Ohio when, like, you went to, like, hardcore, the like, yes, multiple like, deaths. Like, and hey, one- hey uh, this guy. Uh, Went into a house where there was a fire, had his head cut off, and uh, his brother then tried to put out the fire by urinating on him. Is this Florida or Ohio? I don't draw the... the Because it's so outlandish and so gross and and so... Like, the... You give a lot of good questions. This one, I don't think, is your finest work. I'll say, go ahead. I'll say this: there's, I think, there's five or six pretty easy quarterbacks that you would say you could take any of them from the AFC, move them into the NFC. They would immediately be the best quarterback in the NFC, and those are the no-brainers. Then there might be seven, eight, or nine that you would still select over the NFC guys. But well, the why pro- would they want out? No, no, that's no. My but question. that's where I'm going. Is like, like ultimately, I don't think any of those guys are demanding a trade just to get into the NFC. Like, why would Joe Burrow want out of Cincy? No, he wouldn't. No, like I could see a scenario where a Justin Herbert would want to leave the Chargers at some point, but I don't think he'd be like, I have to go to an NFC team. What if the Bengals can't get deals done with some of their guys? Like, what if what if for some reason things go sour with Jamar Chase and Jamar Chase is not a Bengal anymore? You think Joe Burrow wants to stay there? If T Higg- if he doesn't have Jamar Chase and T Higgins, well, I, Jamar Chase isn't going anywhere. I, I think the the guy who could leave his team soonest in the AFC that's quote good is Tua, is Tua yeah. but not because of his choice. Let me ask you a question: If Tua's if they decide to, to cut ties with Tua, Tua is probably because you only get one shot at this, and he's had a couple of concussions. Are you going to go to the NFC team that may be offering you less because it's an easier easier path to a you know, a winning record, or are you going to take the offer from the team maybe in the AFC that's going to give you more money? It's a I, unique circumstance for sure. Yeah. Is he, but is he under contract? He'd be he's, traded. He's on, a, he? well, he's on his a fifth year, year option. option. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the decision that the Dolphins have coming up is what to do with them. Can I squeeze in one quick baseball yeah. one as well? Uh-huh. Reese Hoskins signing with the Brewers to your contract that has an opt-out after year one. I know that was a Cubs target. Are you getting frustrated over not getting Reese Hoskins? I was a little frustrated talking to Jesse today when he was telling me that it looks like right now Bellinger is their only target and that's if they get him at their price and he doesn't see anybody else that they really are going after and they're counting on, again, counsel. Like, I thought there would be more moves. Like, the... Again, I'm still going to let it breathe, but I'm getting a little antsier. And I understand they made a trade for, for Bush from the Dodgers. He's going to be their starting, their starting first baseman right now. So getting Reese Hoskins coming off an ACL, uh, I understand. But, oh, 
This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Give me a thumbs down. Why you give me a thumbs Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan to accept the head coaching job with the L.A. Chargers. Could have been. Good Good for Jim. Congratulations to Jim. Any uh, Any finances? One billion dollars a year. No finances yet, just the news. I'm going to go five years, ninety million. That's what I'm guessing. Okay, I like it. I'll go five years, a hundred million. Yeah, I think he cracks the one hundred. Does he? I think so. And uh, you know what? Go get him. Go get you want him. you want a national title? You've had success in the NFL. I wish him well. He's got a great quarterback to work with. Good young quarterback. He's got talent on his roster. I, don't be shocked if that team makes a whole lot of noise sooner rather than later. That's what, that's what he does right away. That's what he does. He Schefter makes noise. also tweeted out the AFC West coaching roster right now. It's pretty pretty loaded. Andy Reid, Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton, Antonio Pierce. It's good stuff. There Antonio could be some... Pierce is not like the others. Well, yeah, but he, he did but good he work. Be. Yeah, he did really good work. He did good work with the Raiders. For five games? Well, what, what do you look? They they did this once before, and they went out and got the shiny Josh McDaniels, and that screwed up. The players wanted him. He, he won in those games. He's a leader. Played the game. We know you didn't mean it that way, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know you didn't mean it. Well, what did I, what did I mean? Well, no, no, no. Never mind. Explain it to you at the break. Some folks are accomplished with their coaching resume. Yes. yes. That's what he was talking uh-huh. about. That's what he was talking about. What were you thinking, Adam Abdallah? I hear you cackling. What is going through your minds? Let's find out during crosstalk. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. All right uh, Abdallah and Black crosstalking with us. Brought to you by Steinhoffels as Jim Harbaugh is now the newest coach of the L.A. Chargers. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Crosstalk brought to you by Steinhoffels for Chicagoland locations. I shop at the one in Vernon Hills, newest one in Harwood Heights. Bleck and Abdallah in with the breaking news. The Jim Harbaugh has been hired by the L.A. Chargers. By the way, once again, the Chargers lead the way with their social media presentation. Yeah. They tweeted out a picture of white smoke coming out of a pipe, almost (laughs) like the Pope has been chosen. When uh, Alabama hired Kalen DeBoer, they did it out of the – they tweeted a picture of Dreamland, the the barbecue place with smoke coming out of it. That's great. Yeah. Fabulous. So that's like the new thing. Who's it's a little you? different, though, from going from Saban. Like, I like DeBoer, no, but, yeah. but still, like, yeah, you're going, right. going no, 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 but too I'm saying it's a little different. The what I'm saying yeah. is, is the chimney smoke is not original for, like, hiring a new coach. Other True. teams have done the white smoke tweet when they hire a new coach. Boy, what a couple of years for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, you I go back it. to the COVID year, he went two and four. Yeah. He had to give money back <laughs> right. to Michigan. And then they go on that roll. Three straight years, mm-hmm. they, they're top team in the Big Ten. They beat Ohio State. They yeah. get to the national championship game. They win the national championship game. Now he's back in the NFL. The Bears missed. I'm with you. I, I had a Bears listen, missed. You could have talked to him. I'm, I'm, well, do you, do, but what, what's the old saying? Um, 
you don't miss shots you don't take, or what? How does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can't miss. You miss hundred percent shots yeah. you yeah. take. Yeah, that, that's yeah. it, Michael Scott. They, because they no, 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 Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Yeah, yes. like they didn't. They, they didn't even bother shooting, and that's so like they didn't. Like that's they the didn't want to miss. Like, now I understand. Like, it it could work out with Eberflus. Sure, but chances are, based on the track record, the Chargers are going to be good. Yes, of and course he's going to be a good head coach. They have the coach, and they have they the have quarterback. The quarterback. Yeah, they have the hardest position to make but sure that theoretically you have we will have the yeah. quarterback well, in a year or maybe. so anyway. We got a number one pick. And how yeah. about this next year? The Ravens and the Chargers play at SoFi next yeah. season. That'll oh, be pretty good. Nice Harbaugh. 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 Harbaugh too, right? Because a little Harbaugh. The first one was the Super Bowl, right? Well, the lights yeah. go yeah. out. Yeah. Again. I mean, that, Remember, that's Jim huge. played for the Chargers for a couple of years as well. It is surprising a little because of the ownership group. Yeah, we, we were talking about a lot last of night. So we were going through the teams who still haven't hired a coach and like trying to rank which job is best. And we were kind of looking at quarterback, the, the roster, the entire situation, the ownership group. And like we 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 agreed that Carolina's the worst. Carolina's yes. by far the worst. Carolina's the worst. I'm going to give you I'll give you one that I think is going to be better than people anticipate is Washington. Yeah, well, I think Washington That's was what we too. were saying. Yeah. Washington we were too. saying Washington's yeah. good because yeah. they have a new owner owner and who wants no, to spend and money. Their, and their GM hire is one that everyone and feels good about. You don't have any pressure this year. And I believe Ben Johnson is probably destined for that. Yeah, spot. second pick too. You can yeah. get your quarter. You can the get your quarterback right. spot. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like, so that's where we're going through. And then Bill Belichick standing out in the rain. He, yeah. he, want, he wants a gig, and no one wants him anymore. Yeah, because he wants to bring his dumb friends along. <laughs> Nobody wants oh, that. When I get invited places, and then I go, well, can Abdallah come along with? They and don't they, say, well, you can't say come. No. Cousin no, they Eddie. say no. Someone should do the picture with him holding the boombox with the six rings. <laughs> yeah, just standing on <laughs> yeah, the side. I mean, out in the rain. Cousin Eddie, is he bringing Cousin anything? Eddie? Matt, uh, Patricia, Matt Patricia, Cousin Eddie? Matt Patricia's Cousin Eddie. McDaniels is the, the squirrel. Can, can Belichick go coach Michigan? Is that that would be awesome? The next step He's that would be awesome. A true carousel. Yeah, I, just, right? I, can't believe, just... I can't imagine him in a recruit's living room. No, like, hey, uh, there you go. Work hard. Get after it. Come on. Like him doing all the like it was weird to always see Saban like doing all the like taking the pictures with all of them in the living room, and you're like on his face. It's like I don't want to be here. Right? It's not like Harbaugh who was hanging out in a treehouse trying to recruit kids. Saban was still good at it. Yeah. Don't you oh, remember yeah. our last our last conversation with Harbaugh where he goes, guys, you done with me? I'm at a recruit's house. He was house. at a recruit's yeah. house. <laughs> all right, good stuff. That's great. Uh, and tomorrow we're going to talk to Kuiper and Tariko to react to all of it. So good stuff. Black and Abdallah coming up next. Northwestern in Illinois after that. Daniel Jeremiah. Thank you, Barstool Big Cat. Thank you. And a great work today by Tyler and Meller. For Waddle, I'm Sylvia at ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Wednesday night.